Hey, this is Mariah Connors with Saving Our Women Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. I created this podcast to encourage women and girls of all ages to be authentic and transparent on how they do life with God. Knowing that we only have one God, we only serve one God. But we also have an understanding that all of our relationship with the Lord is different and we can still empower each other through our differences. So make sure that you're tuning into the podcast wherever you may be at work, at the car, working out, wherever you're doing. If you're cooking, tune into the podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Saving Our Women Inc., following us on Instagram, Saving Our Women Inc. as well. Make sure that you're sharing the podcast to your community, your groups, your group chats, your text messages, whatever it may be. Share the game, share the jewels, share the gems, right? Make sure that you're getting tools from this podcast to do life with God in your own way, in the Lord's way, should I say. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Hey, guys, it's Mariah here from Saving Our Women, Inc. I am your host of this podcast, which is titled Saving Our Women, Inc. Doing Life with God. Um, I'm just finally here. I'm glad that I actually made it because this is like my second time attempting and recording this podcast. More so like my third. Okay, because what we have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. This is like the third day. Man, devil been busy, but that's okay. It's cool, but I've been busier. So let's get straight into it. Um, Before I even get in, first, before I get into the episode, I think we all know what this title is going to be because I also posted it on social media thinking I'm going to actually publish the podcast and I didn't get to get the chance to but um the title of this episode is going to be called the fight is fixed okay the fight is fixed meaning that whatever we're going through whatever we're up against whether it's relationships whether it's you know our mind our mental um whether it's our spiritual process whatever our job Whatever it is that we are currently in a battle with, just know the fight is fixed. God has, he already has the ending of the fight and it's going to be a victory. It's going to be something that's already won. But we have to know that sometimes too, when we proclaim victory, it doesn't mean that the outcome is going to be how we perceive it to be or how we think that it should be sometimes proclaiming victory or sometimes just knowing that you're going to win is going to is going to have your best interest okay God has your best interest at heart and sometimes we we don't like the best interest that's for us sometimes we don't like the things that we actually need sometimes we actually like the things that we shouldn't like sometimes that we actually have a pleasure in things that we shouldn't be doing and we have to understand that victory sometimes mean that the old things that is behind us the, the things that it's not like god or the things that we shouldn't be doing it's it's going to be a loss. We're going to lose those things. So when we proclaim victory, it doesn't mean th- things are going to be peaches and cream. It doesn't mean things that's going to be, you know, just the best of the best. Like we're going to live our blessed life and all these things and all this other stuff and all on social media. No, that is your idea of what you think victory is. But what God's idea of what he thinks victory is making you the head and not the tail, making you above and not beneath. Okay. Him knowing the plans that he has for you, plans to prosper you. Right. So sometimes that doesn't always look pretty. Right. Visually. Right. But we know that in our destiny. Right. 
everything that is predestined for us is for the best, right? So just know that when you have victory, it's not going to be what you think that it looks like. So I want to get straight into it. Oh, I'm I'm excited to talk to y'all because like I said, I've been trying to record this podcast and it's been so good. Y'all, I wrote notes. It's just been, man, I've been ex- I've been ready. I'm ready. I've been I'm not been ready, baby. I am ready now. So let's get into it. So I'm gonna be reading um in Job chapter four. So if you ever heard of Job Job was just God's old faithful, faithful servant. He did everything right, right? He he served God to his best abilities, okay? He ain't did nothing wrong, but God tested him, right? So I don't want to be so long on the backstory, but you have to read it for yourself because it's so good because sometimes we can find ourselves in these places, in these spots in our lives where we feel like that we're doing everything right. Okay, God, I'm going to church every Sunday. Lord, I'm watching a sermon every day. Lord, I'm doing this every day. And I think most most importantly is about your heart posture and why you're doing these things. I'm not doing these things just to please God, but I'm doing these things because I need it. I'm doing these things because I, I can't live without God. I cannot make decisions without God. So my it's, uh, it's all about your heart posture. But anyway, I want to keep it short. But God basically stripped all the things right from job just to see if he'll still serve him and god had faith in job god told the enemy he said look i'm going to give you permission i'm going to give you power okay to overcome the overcome the things but he said don't touch my people basically don't don't touch my folks but you can touch his things though and god said i bet you that he'll still serve me okay job had a little moment in the process right where he was going off and he was cursing himself but he he rose up to the occasion period so let me get straight into it okay and correction god said don't touch job okay because i think that it okay this book of job is so heavy and i really want to break it down but how i'm going to read it today i'm probably going to go backwards next tuesday and just go over some things because man, it's so heavy. Because I feel like, okay, this is how this is my opinion in this. I'm just kind of think, you know, my perception in this thing. Because once you read the book of Job, man, it feels like everything that we're going through now, everything that we go through every day. Um, because not only did God give permission, you know, to the enemy, and that's another thing that we have to think of why the fight, how the fight is already fixed. God gave permission to the enemy. He he gave him, he suggested Job to him. And so sometimes too, when things are happening, I had to learn how to not give the enemy so much credit, right? Because the fight is fixed. So if you're coming after me, that means there's something down in me. God is needing for me to spring up and use, right? So a lot of times when we're being attacked from left and right, and we feel like that after one thing, it's another, after one thing, it's another, and it's just like, okay, at this point, if I'm, if I'm continuously being attacked in this position, that means God is, he's wanting me to use something down on the inside of me. He, he wants me to get to know myself and what I'm capable of. Right. So that's another reason why the fight is fixed because whatever happens, God is allowing it. And it's so hard to hear because even 
even with death, right, in our family, because we have to read back because God actually not only allowed the enemy to take his things, his cattle, his whatever he had, his animals or whatever, he also took his children, his, his children from him. So he gave the enemy permission, okay? He said, you can take this, you can do that. I'm giving you power. The enemy couldn't do anything without God's power, right? So that should let you know whatever you're going through in your darkest times that the fight is fixed, bro. It is fixed, sis. It's fixed. So even though sometimes our perception is so personal, we make everything so much about ourselves. Oh God, I did this. Oh God, I did that. Why are you doing this to me? Why not you? Why not you? So it's just like, man, it's so hard because, man, I'm telling this is everything that we're go currently going through through the pandemic when it started. It's everything that we were going through prior to. Right. And it's like, God, why us? Like, what's what's going on? And we made it everything so personal when it was so much bigger than us. God was shaking up the world for a reason, for a purpose. But make sure you in your position. OK. And in your rightful position, in your right place, make sure that you're in the word, right? So moving on, okay? So I'm going to be reading from Job um, chapter four. So this is Eliphaz. So this is one of Job's friends, his partners. Basically, I'm just trying to give you out a word very plain. And this is his partner, right? And so I feel like every everybody needs a partner like this, not partner, not friend, but a partner like this, a partner that's ride or die, okay, a partner, okay, a bestie, right, that, that is so, not just so in tune, but someone that has the Holy Spirit, someone that has a relationship with God, or someone that can just lead you into the right place, because a lot of people don't know God, but they have good hearts, right, and, it, and it's not intentionally, they just never, you know, maybe never been introduced to God, right? But they have good intentions. And sometimes God can use those same people to just lead you into the right direction where you need to be, right? Um, but Eliphaz, he he knew his word, okay? And he was, maybe he was preaching a job like, listen, why are you tripping? Okay, so look, we're going to get into it. So this is verse two, right? So verse two of, this is Job chapter four. Okay, so verse two says, if one ventures a word with you, will you be impatient? Yet, who can keep from speaking? And so what verse two is saying, basically, is someone dare to say something to you. Because ven so ventures meaning something risky, something daring, right? Basically, somebody saying something out the way to you. So it says, yeah, who can keep from speaking? How are you going to keep somebody from talking, right? People going to say what they want, right? So it says, behold, you have instructed many, okay? It says, and you have strengthened the weak hands. Your words have upheld him who was stumbling, and you have made firm the feeble knees, right? The weak knees, right? People that couldn't stand up on their own, basically saying you have encouraged the people that was down and out. It says, but now it has come to you, right? Now you didn't spoke to other people through their trials and tribulations. Now you're going through some trials and tribulations. Now you're going through the process, right? But it says, but now it has come to you and you're impatient. 
right? You was just telling other people to, hey, listen, it's your time. It's your season. Hang on in there, right? But now it's coming to you. Now you can't handle the fire, right? And so it says it touches you and you are dismayed. Baby, you can't handle it. You are out of whack, okay? It says, is <laughs> it says, is not your fear of God your confidence? Not okay, so basically not what you're going. So the very thing that you're going through, that should be your confidence because I can see God and what I'm going through. That's the whole point of having a having a relationship with God. One of the main points is seeing him through the in places where you shouldn't shouldn't even see him flesh wise, physically wise, right? If a death happened in your family, you lose your home. This happened, you lose your car. I mean, physically, right? In, in the world point of view, I shouldn't see God in that. This is a bad thing, right? But we but we always think that God is not in the bad things, but he is though. Sometimes God can take things away from us so he can give us what's new. So he, so he can give us what he planned for us in the long run, right? Sometimes too, like, even when I talked about my car when I first started this podcast, like my, I paid the car off and the car just broke down, right? And I'm like, okay, uh, what's going on? This does not make sense. Like, I just paid off this big bill. I'm car note free. How are you going to take my car from me? What is this? Okay, God was like, okay, you want to keep this little raggedy car? I'm trying to give you something nice. Like, I'm not even just not the thing, but God says, I want to stretch you so you can see what I can do for you. It's not even just in the thing, but I want to, I want to stretch your compa- your capacity. I want to stretch your mental thing of the things that you haven't actually seen in your family. I want to stretch these things to know that you can obtain these things, but the things won't consume you. So moving on, it says, is he, so he's basically saying like your fear in God should be your confidence, right? Knowing that. Okay. So let me bring that back. So it says, is not your fear of God your confidence? The fear of God alone should be our confidence that he's going to protect us, that God is the creator of all things, that he is the beginning and the end. That means he knows it all, right? It says, and the integrity of your ways, your hope, Shouldn't your integrity from God keep you alive? It should be keeping you. Doesn't matter exactly who did what to you. Doesn't matter what's not going right. But living by your integrity is your hope. That is the faith. That I know that I, I know that if I keep my head held high, if I treat people properly, if I talk to people properly, if I'm an honest person, if I'm an honest person of the character that God has given me, that I know good things and, and mercy and grace shall follow me, right? That should be your hope. That should be that's what that should be what keep you bumping, right? So I'm gonna skip over to um Job. This is chapter five. We were reading in chapter four. This is chapter five. So this is verse six. Verse six says, For affliction does not come from the dust, nor does trouble sprout from the ground. But man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. So again, it says for affliction does not come from the dust. Having having things that come up against what we got going on. This ain't new, y'all. This been happening. So why are you tripping? Right. But it says, nor does trouble sprout from the ground. But man is born to trouble. Right. We, we were born. We were born to do wrong. We were born for sin. But God's love. When God sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross, he sent love. 
right? He sent him to die for our sins, right? So it's not about doing things so perfectly that God is going to keep us from trouble. No matter what you do, you're going to face trouble, but it's how you face trouble. It's the heart posture in your trouble. It's the mindset in your trouble, right? It's, it's your consistency in your trouble, how you seek God in your trouble. I'm going through trouble, but yet can I see God in my trouble, right? I'm not doing these things. I'm not praying at night. I'm not praying for my family. I'm not seeking the word to be on God's good list or have a checklist, but I'm seeking the word because I need the word. I Okay. The whole, I, I feel that this, I, this is like, I feel like this is what God is giving me. God refreshed Job's thirst for him. I feel like I feel like Job did not have the proper thirst for God. He had his intentions, his heart posture for God. He loved God, right? But he wanted to make sure that God wasn't striking him down. He wanted to do the checklist, right? Every time his kids had a party, when they had a feast, he would go pray for them. He would go sacrifice his animals and, and shed blood so they wouldn't get in trouble. No, God just said no. No, own it. Own own this. Don't this is not living life with God is not about a checklist. It's not about the place, the building. It's not about as long as you are where God told you to be, right? As long as your heart is right, your heart is pure, your intentions are right. That that's what God cares about because that's what's going to put you in the position that you need to be in. That's what's going to put you in the right place, right? Because if we're so focused, because basically checking off a checklist, that's religion. That's not having a relationship with God. But God said, what you worried about a check? Like, what? Look, this so far beyond a checklist, bro. This is, has nothing to do with what you're doing for God at this moment. Because you can be you can be doing every good thing that has nothing to do with God. And we talk, we talk about this all the time. A good thing versus a God thing is just not the same is a waste of time still it's a delay a good thing is a delay right you could be going to places every every day it's a delay if god did not call you to be there it's a delay not only is it a delay to you but if you're at the wrong if you're in the wrong position if you're in the wrong place you're not only causing delay to yourself but you're causing the delay to the people around you which is disobedience which will lead to death early death when you're in the wrong position, when you're in the wrong place and God is calling you further and you have hesitated, when you have procrastinated, it's disobedience, it's rebellion, and you are hindering other people from their blessings. And yes, nobody really talk nobody really talks about, I feel like when we read the word and when we read the Bible, nobody really gives tools people encourage a lot of course you of course you're going to get conviction that's just the word that's the word's job is to convict you so you can improve pretty much right um but i feel like there is no tools given but when i do okay you're saying this right i'm being convicted right i should be doing this but you know you're saying like you but where are the tools in the process i feel like when we preach the word or when we, you know, read the word and, and give out advice from the word, it's like, okay, this is what the word is saying, break it down. But how do I go about my life 
when it comes to me like like what's like what's the process like what's not the process but what what's the tools that I can actually apply to this process that I'm going through how can I not just cope with it cope with this thing but how can I live the life God intended for me even when I'm going through a hardship how can I live my life with God even when I'm feel like my heart is broken when I feel like God broke it because you can feel that way it's just it's natural we're human right God can handle that um I feel like it's just not enough tools that are given but man it, it just it, this thing is just so deep man we just have to know that the fight is fixed and I know when y'all probably read the title y'all be like okay yeah I'm about to get encouraged yeah you're gonna get encouraged but you're gonna be convicted about this thing too and also you're gonna get tools for this thing though okay when I'm going through this process Lord how can because it's so easy to talk about it than when we're actually going through it I I feel like the tools are, I'm going to give you, I'm going to break this down and give you all some tools. When you're actually going through the process, actually acknowledge the hurt and pain that you're going through. I feel like that's the first step because it's so hard for us to do because we feel like that, you know, when we come to God or when we have a conversation with God, we have to come perfect. We have to already come together. But that's, why would God send his whole Son, why would he send his whole spirit and, and flesh down on earth to die on the cross for our sins if we have to come to him together? That is so stupid. Like, I'm going to be, so, it's dumb. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to say that. I don't, like, that's so dumb. Like, he went, God went through all of that for you to come to him together. That doesn't make any sense. Please acknowledge how you're feeling towards God. Please be honest. Be your raw self. Be angry if you're angry. Bring it to God so he can repair it, fix it, expose it, right? Because you can't fix a problem if the problem has never been exposed, right? <clears throat> I feel like, too, after you have acknowledged that, you know, actually, you know, ask questions. We don't we don't promote that. I feel like when we preach, like when the word is given, ask God questions because he has your answers. And this is why we go to and through so many different people, so many different things, so many readings, so many, um, say burning stuff to think that it's going to give us energy, positive energy. When God is the positive energy, God is more than the positive energy. He is the spirit that, that can't, look he can't be compared to okay so we go through we go to things and we and we go to maybe tv netflix whatever we go to that we feel comfortable with and we just sit there instead of just asking questions lord why did this happen to me i don't understand this lord help explain this to me i'm not getting this and he going to have answers for you. Lord, why do I do? He going to have the answers for you. Expose the thing. Tell how, tell God how you're feeling. Ask the questions. And three, I feel like also be open to healing. Because we sometimes we love sitting in that thing. We love sitting sitting in a bitterness. We love sitting in miserableness. Just we love sitting. We love having a pity party sometimes. And we love sitting there. We love the attention that it comes with. We love the so many different things you have once you address the thing be open to move forward don't be don't be open to sit there 
Don't don't try to don't try to fake open up your heart and say, God, well, here it is. And then just sit there and leave it at that. No, you're going to have to do the work to move forward. Right. So those at least the three tools that. I and another thing that I had was also to taking daily steps and seeking God. Prayer is a must, especially when you're trying to overcome some things that you're, you know, battling with that you're dealing with. Prayer is a must. I feel like every day that we pray, the very thing that we go through every day, the very thing that we are battling, we lay it back at God's feet so he can equip us for the next day to deal with it again. Because it's like, it's a process. You don't just heal from something from a day, right? That has, that has probably, you probably have been dealing with the thing for many years. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden you come to a conclusion. Okay. I want to heal from this. Lord, I'm giving you this. It's not a checklist and you don't just let his feet and it's over. No, you're going to have memories about the thing. You're going to have flashbacks about the thing. And not most importantly, when we bring things to God, the devil loves tempting us. He loves it, right? The enemy is going to taunt you some days where he's going to continue to bring it up in your mind, where you're going to be triggered in certain situations from different people, from different things in the midst of the fight. And this is why you, this is why we should seek God every day so he can assist us with the battle. So we can have victory over the thing that is trying to come against us, right? We have to pray every day. And I'm not trying to make this a ritual, make it a conversation, right? Just like you will with your friends, that just like you would with a therapist, make it a conversation with God. Let him know what's going on because he already knows. It's just a lot of, it's a lot, it's a lot easier if you talk to him about it so he can equip you with what you need eternally, internally, not just the things externally, but internally. And I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm more than grateful because I was taught that at a young age to build a relationship with God and how to do that and how to have dialogue with God. I was not born in, no, I was not raised in a church home. I went to many, many, many of private schools. I went to a lot of different type of private schools, but with the actual relationship that was built from home, my grandpa used to preach at home. He used to have Bible study at home. My grandpa and my grandma, my aunts, my mom, they brought the word. We used to have Bible study at home. They used to ask us questions, okay, just so we can have that dialogue and have that conversation. So I knew to have a conversation with God at an early age, and I'm so grateful for it. And this is what birth, this is what this podcast is rooted in, having dialogue, having communication with God every day and not just, not just also having communication, but us doing our part. And being intentional and being authentic and having a relationship with God and doing life with God. But I actually did not go off my notes today, surprisingly, <laughs> at all. So that's why I have to do, I'm going to have to do like a part two or part three to this. I don't know if it'll take part three, but I'm definitely doing a part two next Tuesday. So I can <laughs> dissect the word in, in Job again and we can go back and reread some stuff. But I'm... Again, like, yeah, I'm excited every time I record this podcast and when I re when I re listen to what I recorded, especially today, 
I fell in love with my podcast again and it's amazing because I just get to share my tools that God gives me. I get to share God's tools and I, I just, I can be authentic. This is my platform that God gave me. So I'm out y'all. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Saving Our Women Inc. Doing Life with God podcast. Again, my name is Mariah Connors. I am your host of this podcast. Make sure that you're following Saving Our Women Inc. on Instagram, okay? And also following Mariah Will Succeed on Instagram. I want to start doing Q&As, okay? Or just advice, um segment so if you guys can actually send your questions to say when i women inc on instagram you can dm me or you can also do it to um or send it to saving our women inc at gmail.com i know everyone is not on social media or people will take breaks so make sure that you're able to email us saving our women inc um at gmail.com or you can also when you write a review what i check is the apple podcast the most I think that's probably the number one thing that I check. You can also leave me a review or you can put your questions in the review box and I can read that and actually answer it on the podcast on Tuesday. And another thing, okay, Anchor, uh, where we also have the podcast as well too. It's an app. If you download Anchor, um, you can also leave a voice message that I can add to the podcast and you can be anonymous you can leave your name you can do a shameless plug i might keep it in there um you can actually do a voice message and we can add it to the podcast and i can answer it like that and again the app is called anchor it is created by spotify so make sure that you guys are sharing the podcast even though the podcast may not be for you you can give it to somebody share it send it text it email it however send the link to somebody that may can actually take heat from what we're giving out okay so we're on spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast podcast app we're on overcast we're on probably undercast i don't know if that's a thing but it's so, it's so many different platforms that we're on and again we out peace i ain't gonna say nothing else <laughs>